Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 2 Samuel chapter 17 from the World English Bible. Moreover, Ahithophel said to Absalom, Let me now choose 12,000 men, and I will arise and pursue after David tonight. I will come on him while he is weary and exhausted, and will make him afraid. All the people who are with him will flee. I will strike the king only, and I will bring back all the people to you. The man whom you seek is as if all returned, all the people shall be in peace. The saying pleased Absalom well and all the elders of Israel. Then Absalom said, Now call Hushai the archite also, and let's hear likewise what he says. When Hushai came to Absalom, Absalom spoke to him, saying, Ahithophel has spoken like this. Shall we do what he says? If not, speak up. Hushai said to Absalom, The counsel that Ahithophel has given this time is not good. Hushai said, moreover, You know your father and his men, that they are mighty men, and they are fierce in their minds, like a bear robbed of her cubs in the field. Your father is a man of war, and will not lodge with the people. Behold, he is now hidden in some pit or in some other place. It will happen when some of them have fallen at the first, that whoever hears it will say, There is a slaughter among the people who follow Absalom. Even he who is valiant, whose heart is as the heart of a lion, will utterly melt. For all Israel knows that your father is a mighty man, and those who are with him are valiant men. But I counsel that all Israel be gathered together to you, from Dan even to Beersheba, as the sand that is by the sea for multitude, and that you go to battle in your own person. So we will come on him in some place where he will be found, and we will light on him as the dew falls on the ground. Then we will not leave so much as one of him and of all the men who are with him. Moreover, if he has gone into a city, then all Israel will bring ropes to that city, and we will draw it into the river until there isn't one small stone found there. Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The counsel of Hushai the archite is better than the counsel of Ahithophel. For Yahweh had ordained to defeat the good counsel of Ahithophel to the intent that Yahweh might bring evil on Absalom. Then Hushai said to Zadok and to Abiathar the priests, Ahithophel counseled Absalom and the elders of Israel that way, and I have counseled this way. Now therefore send quickly and tell David, saying, Don't lodge tonight at the fords of the wilderness, but by all means pass over, lest the king be swallowed up and all the people who are with him. Now Jonathan and Ahimaaz were staying in Enrogel, and a female servant used to go and tell them. And they went and told King David, for they might not be seen to come into the city. But a boy saw them and told Absalom. Then they both went away quickly and came to the house of a man in Bahurim, who had a well in his court, and they went down there. 
The woman took and spread the covering over the well's mouth and spread out crushed grain on it, and nothing was known. Absalom's servants came to the woman to the house, and they said, Where are Ahimeaz and Jonathan? The woman said to them, They have gone over the brook of water. When they had sought and could not find them, they returned to Jerusalem. After they had departed, they came up out of the well and went and told King David. And they said to David, Arise and pass quickly over the water, for thus has Ahithophel counseled against you. Then David arose and all the people who were with him, and they passed over the Jordan. By the morning light there lacked not one of them who had not gone over the Jordan. When Ahithophel saw that his counsel was not followed, he saddled his donkey, arose and went home to his city, and set his house in order, and hanged himself, and he died, and was buried in the tomb of his father. Then David came to Mahinaim. Absalom passed over the Jordan, he and all the men of Israel with him. Absalom set Amasa over the army instead of Joab. Now Amasa was the son of a man whose name was Ithra the Israelite, who went into Abigail, the daughter of Nahash, sister to Zariah, Joab's mother. Israel and Absalom encamped in the land of Gilead. When David had come to Mahinaim, Shobi, the son of Nahash of Rabbah of the children of Ammon, and Maker, the son of Amiel of Lodabar, and Barzillai, the Gileadite of Rogliam, brought beds, basins, earthen vessels, wheat, barley, meal, parched grain, beans, lentils, roasted grain, honey, butter, sheep, and cheese of the herd for David and for the people who were with him to eat. For they said, The people are hungry, weary, and thirsty in the wilderness. That is the end of chapter 17. So Ahithophel's advice is for Absalom to send him with a force of 12,000 men that Ahithophel will choose, and they will isolate David and kill him. And Absalom says, okay, that sounds good, but what does Hushai think? It seems like Absalom doesn't have any basis for evaluating the advice he's getting. He's not inquiring of God, either inquiring of God's principles or previous examples or prayer. And he's He's without experience in any of this. The only thing that Absalom has experience with is in doing whatever he wants. So Hushai appeals to David's reputation, both in what his strategy would be and what the average man in the army will think if there's um, any sign that David's doing well. But Hushai is actually close enough to David's current state of mind and situation to know that David needs some motivation and suggestion, so he sends his sons. Hushai also appeals to Absalom's vanity. Your father is a man of war. You should show yourself mighty in battle. So he advises Absalom to go into the battle. In verse 14, it says Yahweh had ordained to defeat Ahithophel's good counsel. Ahithophel's strategy is recognized as a superior battle plan, but God can thwart smart, wicked men. There is no mention that God needed Hushai's lying, but since, again, man's wickedness was occurring, God used it. Then as far as God bringing evil, remember that this would be an example of bringing evil, which is not in the moral sense, but as adversity or calamity or hardship. In fact, justice often includes adversity for the one being dealt with. The details of Jonathan and Ahimeaz being hidden in the well are the makings of a 
any good story. They also remind me of Rahab hiding the spies. And then we see that David hurries to heed Hushai's counsel. Now, Ahithophel is also wise enough to know that Absalom was doomed to defeat by not following his advice, and Ahithophel becomes hopeless and gives in to the final bad decision of suicide. I did a little bit of a family tree to um, make sure I understood who Amasa was, since all his connections were mentioned. So Zariah, we know, is David's sister, so Nahash is also his sister, Abigail is Nahash's daughter. So Abigail is David's niece. And she, Abigail, has a child with Ithra, who is Amasa. So it's sort of like Amasa is David's grand nephew. The supplies spoken of here at the end of this chapter seem to be in contrast to what Zeba brought. They seem much more practical. It's also interesting that an Ammonite is included in bringing this very um, impressive array of things to help them out. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 